Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Galatians chapter 1, verse number 15 to 18. Paul was speaking to them about his conversion and transformation. And he said, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the hidden. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. He said, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. Is it powerful? We're talking about prayer dimensions part four. Please take your seat. During this series, we have been learning that prayer is spending time with the very presence of God. That is the foundation of prayer. Foundation of prayer has never been a request for things that God can give, but it's been more of a request of having God to be with you or you being with God. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for man to be given access into God's realm, into God's level. And truly, we can really have the air of God around us, the wind of God around us, the, the angels and the, all that God can offer, and still never have a proper access to the presence of God himself. And so prayer, especially for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, offers us the opportunity to properly activate the truth of living in God and God living in us. Not just in potentiality, but in practicality. So that whenever I want to pray, the fundamental idea is that I have an opportunity to spend time with God. This God that prophet of old sought to see and couldn't see, he seldomly spoke to them. You and I have an opportunity to spend time. I mean, even if your room is not painted, he will still be there. You know, so you don't have carpet in your room, he will still be there. 
And that's an opportunity. That I mean, before, they had to go to the tabernacle, cross the outer court to the holy place, to the holies of holies, see cherubim and seraphim, to see God, and not many survived. The priests were, some of them were dying, trying to just encounter the very presence of God. They were dying. But you and I, Christ has torn the curtain, and you and I, we have access to God. Boy, oh boy. I'm just saying that under the old covenant, it was a lot of ritual protocol to get to what they called the very presence of God. And so they knew that it was not easy to get there. So when someone had an opportunity to get there, in fact, some people were not qualified by bet. It's a serious matter. Yes. So, they, when they had the opportunity, they took it. Now, under the new covenant, that opportunity is for everyone because we are all royal priesthood. And a lot of us are not taking it. I'm just saying that my members here, I would just say, I, I, I am calling that I want to spend time with my members. They are not coming. <laughs> this is the New Testament believer. Keeper's house is a New Testament believer. The door has been opened and they are not entering. Yes. The Old Testament believer, the door is shut and they are at, at the back of the door knocking, knocking, knocking. Please open this door. Let's enter once. <laughs> so we can be here and you don't even see our divine. But it's normal. <laughs> you understand? I'm just saying that the New Testament believer under this grace is so opportune. That when you wake up and you say, I want to pray, it is to spend quality time with the very presence of God. Which was so far away from the Old Testament believers. Praise the Lord. He's now in us, with us. Leading us, guiding us. He said, I will be with you. Wherever you go, Charlie. Uh, some things are coming into my that wherever it's a serious matter because even you there are some quarters when you are entering I won't follow you because it will, it will not be too good <laughs> but wherever everywhere <laughs> everywhere you go he's there wow say wow, wow. but we are not taking it we're not taking it so, the very presence of this is the mentality of Apostle Paul. So, when God called him, he said, he did not confer with any flesh and blood. Guys, serious. Verse 15, watch it. He said, but when he pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, there is a calling. Every one of us have got a calling. I mean, the being a believer, a Christian, is a calling. Because Jesus says, if my father doesn't call you, you can't approach. He's the one who calls us to approach. He's the one who calls us, gives us an opportunity to become born again. Praise the Lord. So Paul said, when the calling came, I mean, immediately you should, you should go to the apostles that are ahead of you and be talking to them and all of that. He said, no. I did not confer 
with any man. Look at verse 16. It's very powerful. He said, to, when he called me to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the hidden, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So what is prayer? Prayer is having a mind to confer with God for the definition and execution of your life's purpose. It's having a mind. Prayer is having a mind of conferring with God, not flesh and blood, for the clear definition and execution of your purpose in life. Anytime you say, I want to pray, you are supposed to have this mindset that I want to confer with God. First of all, I have a calling, I have a purpose. There's a reason why I am here. And it is not clear. There is nobody whose purpose is clear from A to Z. From the beginning. No. It has never been God's plan to reveal our purposes unto us from A to Z, right from the beginning. No. You must seek him every day to discover. Yes. It's a daily bread. <laughs> it's a daily dose. You would take the daily dosage. I know I'm a pastor, but as to what I have to purposefully do today, I, I, I have to seek him to know. So, when you want to be successful in terms of defining what the day holds for you in purpose, and to execute it exactly the way God wants you to execute it, you cannot be conferring with man first. <laughs> you ought to be conferring with God first. Tell somebody God first. So prayer is making yourself available for the terms for the day to be defined unto you. It has to be very clear. Today is Wednesday. Today, you see, many people beat about the bush when it comes to their purpose in life. Because your definition determines your execution. If it is not clear to you, you cannot function well. Are you here at all? You see people doing everything, everything. There are people who don't do everything, everything. They know that this task has been defined for them. Some people, they are meant to work from 8 to 4. But because the, the task has been defined until they work, 8 to 10, where are we at? Where are we Because it's been clearly defined. I don't know if I'm, am I preaching to people here. And prayer, you see, we, we, we are very used to human beings, flesh and blood. <laughs> we are used to flesh and blood. So anytime we want to do something, immediately, what do you think? You are asking flesh and blood. But when Apostle Paul, this guy, he was tormenting the church. Doing, he was doing something totally different. Then God called him. He called him and I said that. Even though I know the apostles and all those people, they are around, they have gone ahead of me. Let me first go to the headquarters and meet the CEO first. Let him give me my, my TOR. And, and, and after that, I will see what I will do. 
And this, this test, we are going to enter into the test properly. So, people ask, what's my purpose in life? What is my assignment in life? What is my calling in life? You can only know that when you have a habit of conferring with God. On a daily basis. Or else, you'll be executing something that resembles your purpose, but it's still not your purpose. And there are too many things you can do in the day that are very nice. Because, you see, the believer must be led by the Spirit. You, you don't have to be led by <laughs> dreams. <laughs> you can eat so much, the dream will come out of the, of the eating. So, you know? <laughs> God gives dreams. Devil gives dreams. Dreams are... It is when you confer properly with God that you will know. Are you here? Can I shock you? Whenever you fast and the word is not deeply seated in you, you are likely to hear the voice of something other than God. And you feel it's God. Jesus did 40 days, 40 nights. And the first preacher that came to preach to him was Satan. And he came saying that, he came quoting the scripture. If you are the son of God, it, was, it has been said, this is my beloved son. Hmm? Turn stone to bread. He said, I don't have your time. Why? Because Jesus knew the word itself. They said, okay, 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 okay. Okay, throw yourself. Because, and then he quoted. He said, he will cause his angels to what? Keep charge over you. You will not dash your foot to the rock. Hey! He's quoting, he's preaching. And you see, man was not the one who started preaching. Even in the Garden of Eden, it was the serpent that started preaching. Did God tell you that? Hey. LP Satan. Reverend Satan. Born a word. So whenever you are fasting, you see, the fasting helps you to enter into a supernatural realm. It's like a gate is opened unto you. If you are not concentrating on the word, many spirit in that realm can be talking to you. That's why the Bible says that Jesus came and the devil came to deceive. It was to deceive. In fasting, he had come to deceive. So, if you want to fast, fast well. Hey. Anyway, by the way, you want some break? How are you doing? What are you doing? You're fasting. I come to the end of the day. Then, 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 I come to the end of Something is going to talk to you in deception, and you will think it's God. That's why you see that so many people fasted so deeply and came out with some contaminated ministry. And it came out with Nakaba from fasting. From fasting, I came out with Awayo. Yes. From fasting, I came out with something. I said, what Chibibi Wahumi in India mind is God talking to them, but it's not God. And of course, over, over the years, we have seen that. That was not the Holy Spirit leading them. Anyway, 
I was just saying that you, you, could, you cannot be led by people's revelations. You have to be led by the spirit. And revelations are great. And if God is showing you, wonderful. But you have to, you have to be sure that you are being led by the spirit. Prayer gives you that opportunity. You cannot be led by great opinions. Yeah. I mean, especially when the, the counsel is great. A great counsel is still not equal to the counsel of God. <laughs> That's why you have to be led by the spirit. And how can you be led by the spirit? When you confer with God. In prayer. Praise the Lord. Are, are you here at all? Are, are, are you sure we are? We are, are confer with God. This thing that you have called me to do every day when I wake up, I need to enter the strong tower and get the command from the command tower. It has to be clarified for me. No confusion. Look, you can play with many things, though, but not what God has separated you from the womb of your mother to achieve on earth. You can be playing Ludo, playing all those monopoly and all, but not with your purpose. And once the day is gone, it's irrecoverable. You can't have it again. And to some extent, it passes with your life. Hey. So, please, <laughs> prayer is important so that you will live your life in full. Jesus, oh boy. There are some things I want to say. Jesus was here for 33 and a half years. 33. He, I mean, it is believed that he spent 30 years preparing. Majority of that was praying. He used three years to execute. And today we are still talking about it. Man. Clap for Jesus and Pope. The 33 years Jesus lived on earth, no one has been able to surpass his impact. No one. He spent many years in the presence of God. Few years to execute all that he was supposed to do. And even at the last show, he was still praying. In the garden, he was praying. On the cross, he was still praying. When he was dying, he was still connecting. Conferring, <laughs> conferring with him. Why? Have you forsaken me? He said, it's for a good purpose. He said, okay. And he make up. <laughs> Why? Last Sunday, I quoted a scripture. And I'll come back here. That Mark chapter 135, there about there. Verse 37, the guy went and said that, 35 to 77. Jesus was praying in a solitary place. And then Simon went to tell him, he said, that all men are seeking for you. And look at what Jesus said. And he said unto him, let us go into the next towns. For I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. So he said, the crowd, they are there. They are waiting for you. Do you know that Jesus did not go to look for the crowd? Politicians were looking, waiting for him. Businessmen. Charlie, some of them came with one million dollars. Charlie, and then Sofu Punk would dim Piper Armor. I can't also do one million now, be pure. 
Now what did Pia no cry? No, show what's happened. My bank. So be Pia my bank. The one million is close by. And when I saw them pay no bought time and say, "Eko shia wa million, we join yami." Eko shia wa million, no. I just wanted to point out to you that even though they told him that all men seek for you, he did not go to the man. He went to the next town. Uh, and I want to say that. So, if this one that you are pastoring hundred people. When all men start gathering for you in Accra, will you pray? You see that you have stopped praying and you say that I'm the one the men come to. I'm the crowd puller. Another level. When great people want to listen to you, will you still pray again? You become so intellectual. Nobody is listening to you because of your brilliance submission. I'm telling you that what is pushing people to listen to you is God himself. Because some of the people listening to you, you know, they know more than you are saying. As you are speaking, they are dissecting. Why are they about Akanakakra? And all of that. It is God. Tell somebody it's God. I can't hear you. Tell somebody it is God. It is God. So now that your church grew from 50 people to 150 people, now you have stopped praying. Yes, because all men are seeking for me. <laughs> hey. When the choir was five, prayer. When more people come, now scale. Let's, let's, let's do the rounds. Let's do the rounds. No prayer. When your business was small, all customers, they say, all the customers are looking for you. Everyone said, Oba, what to whom? Say, Mohammed Jimmy. Mohammed Jimmy. Say, I'm from celebrity pastor. Challenge me, do me read. The, I mean, you know, you may not practically do it, but what goes on inside your heart is so important. If you don't rise to that level to know that prayer is an opportunity to confer with God, to clarify for me this preaching for which he has separated me from my mother's womb, to execute, and for this purpose I am here. If you, you don't clarify that you can never execute it and you will spend all your time in the wrong places with the wrong things. And I like Paul because in that verse 16, he said that he spent, I mean, from the time God opened his eyes, he now went straight to Arabia. Please give me Galatians 1.16. He went straight to Arabia. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Please, oh, you want to marry God first. Business, God first. I mean, if you are here, be led by the spirit. You are here, then a bigger job opportunity has come. You, you don't move because of the salary. You move because you have conferred with God and he's giving you the green light. Because not all green pastures are nutritious pasture. 
Some green pastures are poisonous grass. And you should have that mind of conferring with God. He said, two brothers have come. All of a sudden, uh, you are compelled to choose in one. Whatever your taste is. It doesn't have to be so. And when you are praying to God, you are not praying to God to choose one for you. You are praying to God. You are conferring with God to know what he thinks about the matter. Hello? It's not by force. How about if none of them is your husband? Is it by force that you must marry them? You buy a gun so that you put it on their head. Hey, I've chosen you. Marry me. <laughs> Confer with God. Sometimes you take a stick, stick there. Sometimes you just away. Conferring God. Business has come. Look, we'll be able to save ourselves from a lot of losses and heartbreak if we build the practice of praying with the mind that I want to confer with God. God should be your conversation partner. Your decision making partner. God should be your counselor. L listen to his name. He is the counselor. That's one of his names. Counselor. Prince of peace. So, no human being can counsel you better than God. So, to live the great counselor, to receive counsel from students, when the master is there, boy, and the quality of your counsel determines the quality of your life for in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Say purposes are established through counsel. Which counsel? God's counsel. Too many counsels from very well celebrated people still don't make people end well. Paul said, I did not confer with flesh and blood. There are sometimes there are some things I want to discuss with my wife. I will pray about it. You, you open your mouth and you, say, you shoot it straight to your wife because you think I'm the husband and you are a wife. Watch. Hey, watch it. Can you tell somebody, watch it, watch it. Watch it. The Bible said the heart of a man or a king is in the hand of God. What makes you think <laughs> that you can just wake up and talk to your wife and she must just run because you talk? Her heart is not in your hand, though. Her heart is in the hand of God. And the heart of your husband is in the hand of God. Hey. So some men get angry. I'm talking to my wife. He's not listening. He, he does, he, listen. Know who to talk to first. Know what? Yeah, yeah. Know who to talk to first. And if you are arrogant, you will never pray that when you talk, when, when you talk, that God should soften the heart of you. Most of the time, it's a woman that will be praying that God should soften the heart of her husband. True or false? Yeah. Oh. 
I mean, if I heard a man praying, God touch the touch the heart of my wife. No, we think it is our right that the woman must listen. Tell I me, mean, who is even a woman not to listen in the first place? Hey, one of these days, eh? God will open the eyes of men to know that the real tag along people. Amen. Tagging along women. I should explain. <laughs> you, I mean, when you marry someone, you have to, it has to be clear in your mind. First of all, your own purpose, her purpose. I'm talking about a man. And I mean, assuming married to co-pastor, I should know clearly what my place is in her life. And if both of us are called, look at this man, this woman, Paula White. She was married to a pastor. The pastor could not handle it because she did not clar- he did not clarify his place given to him by God. Because in our mind, if the woman is a pastor and I'm a pastor, the man must be the pastor of the woman. But it's, it's not always so. Another pastor has married this lady and the pastor is happy to be the follower of the woman because he understands his place in the life of that woman. Praise the Lord. What is the difference between the two of them? The difference is that one was able to confer with God, to clarify, and another was following whatever. I can't tell. But it's the reason why he left the marriage. I won't say. Hey. Praise the Lord. You have been called. Clarify your position in prayer. When you get it from God, it's not difficult for you to flow. Are you here? Please. Why? 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 And I say, me preacher, me for example, because yeah, me yes, Anna. Me man, no more emotional too much. I never say Ukraine. You know what? Eh? Ten times now, no, I am emotional. For business here, we know what you waiting. I say, Mano, I say, Mano, I say, Mano. Hey, Galatians 1 17. Paul spent three years. He said, Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me. Sometimes, eh, seniority is not what you should be conferring on. You should be conferring God himself. Apostles have gone ahead of him. He said, no. Straight away, he went to Arabia. The wilderness. Please give us a scripture. Straight. Please give me. Yeah. He said, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. The place of the encounter. That's from the place that Damascus that he was going that God met him. From there, straight to Arabia. He was there. And let's look at how long he was there. Then after three years, 
So he, he was there for at least three years in Arabia. He didn't confer with flesh and blood. No senior prophet, senior apostle, arch pope, whatever, whatever. Let me face God. Let me what? Every day there should be let me face God in your life. Three years he was inside that womb of the wilderness in Arabia. Then he returned back to Damascus. I mean, just check the timelines he's giving us. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter. It's the first time he's going to see Peter. And I abode with him how many days? He spent three years with God, 15 days, two weeks with senior apostle. A man cannot spend so much time with God and spend so much time with men. It's not possible. If you spend more time with men, you are going to spend a lot of, a lot of time with problems. If you see demons bashing a pastor, bashing a believer, things bashing a believer left, right, center, one of the reasons could be that you are not spending quality time with God. That's why you are spending so much time with little, little problems. That a man spends so much time, Peter and the rest, they were praying, when they came out, their shadow was healing the sick. No time. No time. If you see people struggling to move mountains that are meant to be moved. It's not every mountain that God wants you to move at a particular time. Some of them, you see, Nyamia Makese Weno, a movable, and you are struggling. The reason why you are struggling to move or carry that thing that has been certified for you to carry is because the power and the abilities you are supposed to receive for spend by spending time with God you are short of it so you are using your energy to try to push things you are just push and it's, it has become push me no go hello i don't know if i'm preaching am i preaching if you spend more quality time with God you spend less time on problems you spend less time for solution Three years in the wilderness, two weeks, 15 days with human things. <laughs> Anybody that spends more time with the Holy Spirit will not struggle to handle things within human realms. But if you stay in the midst of human beings, get ready for things to beat you. You see that? And who push you and go? <laughs> if, you, if you understand what God is saying, can you wave your hands? 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 Oh. Wow. Spend time. Jesus spent 40 days fasting and praying with the Father. Luke chapter 4. When he came out, now he came with an announcement. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Verse 14. 
Look for. Just came and Jesus returned in the power of the, of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him. In all the region. You go to. You read down. And you go on and on and on. And you get to 18. You will see that things are happening there. Said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance. Ba, 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 like that because, and as he was going, things, was, things were happening. Why? Because he took time with God. Praise the Lord. It is a lie that you don't have time. It's a lie. You are not spending time with God because you have made a decision that I won't spend time with God. It's a small matter. You tell them that. Everyone has time. You are deciding how you want to use that time for. A husband can say, the wife can say, let's sit and talk. I don't have time. I don't have time. But the truth of the matter is that you have time. You have decided not to spend it with your spouse. Simple. Nanka. You have decided not to spend it. Who doesn't have time? Everyone has time. Sometimes you can lie to yourself that I don't have time. I don't have time. Sometimes when, sometimes when people want to come and see me, they say, I know you are busy. You don't have time. I say, I have time. Stop this thing. I have time. What do you mean I don't have time? What do you mean I don't have time? I have plenty time. I have time, oh. Boy. <laughs> I have time. But I choose what I want to use that time for. So as for time, dear, we have it. Am I busy? Yes, but I have time. Are you busy? Yes, but you have time. We are not lazy people. We are not idle people. We are all very industrious people. But as for the time, dear, we have it. 24 for you, 24 for me, 24 for him, 24 for you. You have to choose how you apportion that time. Yeah. And, and most of the time you realize that the, the, the taste you culture for yourself, the desire you create for yourself will determine how you spend your time. You can spend time on movies because you have created a desire for movies. Are you here at all? You can also create a desire for prayer. And you find out that you will be spending that same time for the prayer. You and all these things, they are created by us. So as for time, you have it. As whether you are appropriating or misappropriating, but what I'm saying is that 
you and I need to confer with God. Spend time with God. So that we spend less time dealing with issues of this life. Are you here? Are you sure? Are we on the same page? Yeah. When prayer goes down, troubles have more power to resist you. Hey. Challenges will resist you. Opposition will get stronger depending on where you are spending your time. Yeah. And if you are not any time, just listen to this one. Any time you are not spending quality time with God, you are operating in enemy territory. The opportunity cost for not spending quality moments with God is operating in enemy territory and it is like a friendly territory. And one of the dangers in this life is when you are in a battle and you think it's a party. It's a fanfare. Naked weapon. Oh, guys, in your marketing, getting your training, almost all my assassins. Yes, small, more, and all the more politicians and all the more fair, fair, more fair, and Joe. It's your money, almost much, almost in your community, palm with so spine, fast, fast, where did it be any baby? Jomo Bomoni, yes, sexy dances, Papa Niniadis, Papa, Awebas, Papa, Awebas, Papa, just say, the weapon, they don't have anything. You search them, they don't have any. They are the weapon. On one or Babacoon. Yes, when the weapon is looking like a lover. Look, any space outside God is enemy territory. If you will enter into that enemy territory, make sure you have spent time with God. Or else, boy, and will amputate your leg. Because this life is full of landmines. The different spaces you are stepping into are supposed to be blowing you. Your limbs are going to be blown away. Let's spend time. Spend time. Spend time. Spend time. Spend time. You can be so blessed and you are left in enemy territory. And with time, the enemy will have an upper hand over you because you are not spending time. This is a disaster. For a child of God, it's a disaster. Nobody should motivate you to pray. The Holy Ghost is already praying inside of you. He's making intercessions, groanings. Jesus is seated at the right hand side of the Father, interceding for you. As far as your spirit is concerned, prayer has been going on since. Even when you don't want to pray, there is something telling you that pray. It's just that you make a decision that I'm not praying. <laughs> yes. Boy. Long before any human being come, comes to motivate you, your, your spirit would have taken motivation from the prayer meeting in heaven already. 
that your spirit is privy to if Jesus is living in you. Are you here? And you have just decided that you are finding ways of coping strategy. You are finding coping strategy for your spirit. How to numb your spirit from bothering you to pray. So that you can be free to do other things. My brethren, Apostle Paul is so powerful. He went to the island of Malta. Lighted a fire. A snake came and beat him. He didn't shake. That's a man who has spent time. Three years with God. And God said, go. I have sent you. Nobody is killing you until I'm ready to kill you. They said, there's a prophecy that he shouldn't enter somewhere. He said, God said I should go. I don't know who told you. And I believe God told you. But let him tell me first. They said, you will die. He said, did I tell you I'm afraid to die? Away pass. He's met God. People who meet God, they don't fear what somebody is saying. Mm. Confer with God. Meet God. There are people sitting here right now. God forbid. I know you love different people, but for how important they are in your life, if they passed right now, You'll be so confused. Like, your, look, when my father was not too well, it was not so bad. Then I was in UK when my wife said that they brought her to the house. So she was in the house for a while. And, then, and so I prayed to God and I said, my father, is he, what is it? God told me that the end has come. I said, okay, oh. So I came. And the end has come now. It was not one month. It was not two months. It was not three months. But the, if God said the end has come, end has come. And the reason why I, I was not, you know, sometimes my wife would say that I can't read the, your emotional dynamics. It's, you know, when you hear some things from some level, you can't come and do drama at this level. So I came now. I took my father to the best hospital. I took him to Kolebu. I took him to teaching hospital. I took Cape Coast. They refined anywhere money could take him to for the best help. I took him, but I still knew the end has come. <laughs> one morning I was going to drop that time one of the kids. And I, as I was driving, I was praying, and the Holy Ghost told me that this is the day. When I dropped that kid, and I had a call from um, one of my brothers, he called me and I said, Our father is dead. He said, How did you know? I said, Forget, forget. Um, what is happening now? So, what is blah, blah? blah. If the end has come, the end has come. My year, year, and now with God, maybe. You know, like the way people cry and throw themselves into the gutter, do drama, jump as if you want to die, but you don't want to die. <laughs> I, look, <laughs> prayer makes you do situational analysis with God. When you come home and you see me eating the kinky you eat, 
You will not, no, 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 you know that I'm not special. Just, we all have God. He's our Father. It's the way you choose to operate with Him. That, that can maybe give you the difference. But really, I'm, no pastor is special. We are all like, who? Oh, for where? Christian, who are unbelievers, who pastor, who? But we are all children of God. Praise the Lord. That is your operation. Somebody can be insulting you, then Obi Bano say, Hello, how are you? it's just different operation. Please, you understand? Different operation. So you have to choose to operate with God in a certain way. I'm conferring with God. That's all. So then um, when I go home now, I told my wife that, oh, Charlie, my father is dead. Oh, said, oh sorry, sorry. So I told her sorry. <laughs> It's, it's not like, so that, you know, it doesn't become like we want to do acrobatics with, you know, because me papa be wager me. Me mommy be wager me. It will come one day. Do you understand? It will come one day. But sometimes the shock and the, it's like, when you are praying, <laughs> the money is not there. Oh, some people, it's not, a, it's not an issue of money. Yeah, sometimes God will be telling somebody, I'll be shifting. Your, there's a lady I ministered to here, I told her. She was very well. I said that there is going to be some long months that you are, your health is going to be heavily challenged. You can fast, pray, jump, go up, but pray. For almost a year, this girl became so ill. There is no hospital they didn't take her to. Mrs. Maja is here. So ill. They were just diagnosing her with sicknesses for 60-year-old women. Blah, blah, blah. This early, early 30 or late 20s, early 30s. 30s. Dead, dead, don't me. Go to my bank. But God told me that she would not die. And Bamba, after almost a year, I was there when God told me, he said, it's time. Like Job's own. Then we prayed, nah, the sickness started lifting. Now when you see her, nomi, 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 nice. As if said, So in that space, if, if, if you are not the type that wants to confer with God, confer with you, you lose your mind though. And you lose your life. Job, I know my Redeemer live it. And in the end, he's going to do me well. So just be conferring. Sometimes things will be down. But ask God. David went to ask God three times Should I pursue? Will I overtake? Will I recover all? Sometimes God said, go. Another time, God said, wait. But now I call them and they didn't think away. Crowd and can say, 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 first says, yeah, and then one and Katambi or the Bekokrum. What happened? Last week, I was yet. Who pursued Kobi and one? I said, Ko house master, ho, Koji for fro. How do you want as yet? And one. Hey, 
I don't know. I, I, did I preach this evening? I'm not. You see, I'm not. Of course, I have a long note. I can't tell what prayer can do. Prayer is this, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Every year will come and go. And you see that I'm doing an expose on prayer, giving you seven point, eight point, blah, blah, blah. But you will find out that prayer is a practical day-to-day relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not what has filled your head. I have to be able to preach this particular message I'm preaching. I should be able to preach it the whole week with the same verse. Telling you that learn to confer with God. Because when you live here, you will stop. You will not even confer with God. Who said you are going to confer with God? At the end of the now, because you have your own way of dealing with things. So it's not easy to change, to adjust. It has to come to a saturation level. Of the word. To neutralize the way you deal with things. Hmm? Sometimes we'll be I imagine it's okay. Me and the attendium. Asemba. Shenenim. With the attendium. So what I say? I say. On the attendium. You are. Auto-regulated. Yes. But. In the heart of heart. I'm not insulting again, no. But or crossing a heart we are. So the, the transformation there, it comes, you know, when the word keeps washing us, washing us, washing us. That's why sometimes you take a decision before it occurs to you that why did I take this decision after hearing this? And hearing that, why did I go this way? No, I take care we. Because there's a default way we operate. And every time we are hearing the word of God, God is trying to show you how to operate in his way. So that you will get his result. Praise the Lord. Come on now, praise the Lord. Yeah. Peter was fasting. And they sent people from Cornelius' house. And when they went, guy was fasting, fasting, fasting. They needed the Holy Spirit. When he went there, he was praying with them. And the Holy Spirit came fast. Why? Because he had been spending time with God. So when he came to human beings, you know, he asked, well, you, have you been baptized? Pop, 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 net demo. them. Anything you spend time with, you have to ask yourself, can this empower me spiritually to fulfill my purpose? You have to ask yourself. Is it defining my purpose for me? Is it giving me what it takes to execute my purpose? Hello? Come on now, hello? Yeah. You have better ideas. And the fortitude... To handle things if you try to just create some time away from all the busy, hustle, bustle, noisy space and face God. Spend time. Sometimes by the time I tell somebody that 
I was telling somebody, I said, this guy is not a bad guy, but he's not your husband. Sometimes, be proud. Because it's, it's a destiny decision. So I can't, and I'm not going to marry you. So for me to tell you something like that, eh, it is not even because I like you that I'm telling you that. It has to be, I'm speaking in the name of the Lord. You have to go and pray about it. <laughs> you have to go and pray about it. You want to pass here. God wants you to pass here. You two, you are in the middle. Where should you pass? Confer with God. Praise the Lord. See, there are people who talk to men all the time. Everything. There are things that are not in the realm of men. Some things are not in the realm of men. Nebuchadnezzar, your kingdom is about to crumble. It's not in the realm of men. Daniel and his friends had to go and confer with God. God said to them that, look... This kingdom, the way you are seeing the arrangement clear here, this year, this year, is coming down. Pharaoh had a dream. The, the meaning was not in the realm of men. Joseph had to go, confer with God. God said, seven years farming, abundance, seven years farming. Whether you like it or not, the abundance is coming. Nobody will be able to stop it. The famine is coming. Nobody will be able to stop it. But during that same space of conferring with God, seeking clarity about the seven lean cows and seven fat cows, God now begins to tell him that. But they can do this. This management and all of that will help them to absorb the shocks and the externalities so that they will still have food. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? The management of the situation came with the with the inquisition Joseph was making, with a spirit. Learn to inquire. Learn to stay with God. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even go to God that you want to ask something of. Sometimes, you, you, the, the, the whole thing is about, let me just be with you. Praise the Lord. That's the whole thing. What's the whole thing? Let me just be with you. Because you are with me when I am with you. It's not about some. It's not about some. But there's a conversation going on every time you are connected. Hello? Hi. Prayer is so sweet, it's so lovely. If you understand that I need to spend time with God. Anytime you finish praying, you see that your, your life has gone a notch higher. Praise the Lord. There is nobody who meets a spirit that is favorable towards them and remains the same. It's, I'm telling you. You see that your, your life is something else. Moses said, how would the world know that we are separated from them? It's because your presence is going with us. Now that you are not working, is it that I'm never going to work? If you are in the place of prayer, you will know. 
You know exactly the level God is taking you. Some people want to commit suicide. And you find out that mostly people who commit suicide, they at some point cut themselves from talking to God. That's why life leaves them. And they want to commit suicide. Yeah. Because one of the things that you find out will happen to you is that your hope will dissipate once you keep yourself far away from the presence of God for a prolonged time. See that no matter whatever is happening around you, you see that your hope in life will disappear. After a while, you see that hope that is seen is temporal. See, hope you have promise we are not failures. Ah, we are not We are not failures. 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 We you see that everything starts falling apart. Because things will magnetize themselves to you. When you yourself make yourself an attache. <laughs> when you, you cling to God, everything will start magnetizing itself to you. If you stay away from God, you see that you are losing your ability to attract your magnetic abilities. They will just be going there. Because everywhere is fire. And it doesn't matter how strong a magnet is. You put it in fire, after a while, it's losing its power. It will not be able to pull with that force. You see that its radius of attraction has been reduced. Senyama can be free to go away. cover regions. See, see how all of a sudden you have become somebody in one small corner like that. No attraction. No nothing again. May it never be your portion in Jesus' name. Tell us about the prayer works. Because Apostle Paul from here became very powerful. Became what? Very, very powerful. May you become the person God wants you to become in Jesus' name. Any situation you find yourself in right now as you appear before God. There will be so much power in, infused into you that you wouldn't spend much time dealing with problems. Praise the Lord. Come on. That one of the reasons why devil will make you concentrate so much on your challenges and spend so much time with it is because he knows that spending so much time with the challenges, you will not be able to solve it. Because you don't have the power to solve it. God is the one who is the fountain of solution. I don't I'm preaching to you from the word of God, but from my heart today. Don't let it be that you know any human being more than you know your God. Daniel 11.32. Last scripture. Check it. And such as do wickedly against 
the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. If you spend time with God, to know God, to receive from God, you shall do exploit. You shall what? You shall do exploit. Sometimes I'm sleeping and I wake up and I, in my head, prayer is going on in my head, so I I just have to flow in the prayer. There is no regular calendar for that prayer. The system wants to pray. Let it flow. Praise the Lord. Flow. Spend time with God. So you wake up now, you go into the fridge. What is there? What is when you catch, 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 catch? What is there? What is there? Ufa we kakra one um kakra. Ufa we kakra one um kakra. Aye, one um bi aye. There's a reason why yenya ne o kai Bible kakra. Bompaye chenya mi enum kakra. Praise the Lord. You are going into things. Pray to God. Spend time with God. See, sometimes when you spend time with God, He won't tell you A, B, C, D, but He can give you certain spiritual sensations. Go. Like the traffic light, green, yellow, red. Some of it, you are it's a mystery you can't explain, but you will know that you are hindered from going. Everybody say, go, go, go. Say, no, I'm not. Wait, wait. Why? That's why sometimes you take some of the greatest decisions you have taken. People didn't understand you, especially when you were in the place of prayer. Because at the end, they are so and so. Oh, and so Please let's rise. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.